0: what is up everybody welcome back to speaking llama alex how are you doing today well you know what i don't care how you're doing today alex because i'm doing great we are just a few weeks away from being having survivor back on the air uh and we're ready for another episode we got a fun episode ahead um as i kind of mentioned earlier alex uh my co-host is again joining me this week
1: uh hopefully i'll get him kicked off one of these days but okay, I, that was that was my joke from last week. You still, it. You got to be creative next time. I don't, I don't remember that happening. Right, because you never listen to me.
0: Well, we already know this is true, <laughs> Alex. We have a great show tonight for everyone. I, really, it's going to be one of the last shows that we have before we start getting Survivor content again, or at it's least crazy. like Survivor uh, episodes. So here we go.
1: I know it's an exciting time. I can't believe it's like under two weeks at the the time of us recording until the new season comes out. It's when we started this, we started it because we had no idea when Survivor is going to be back. So uh, it's kind of a, a cool circle, full circle moment, if you will. And I feel like we're coming up on like a year of podcasting.
0: I mean, I don't, I, I mean, technically it's been a year since we started podcasting. But Can we really count like the five months we took off this year? <laughs> unexpectedly. Um, yeah. unexpectedly. Uh, Life Alex, happens, I have a very important question for you tonight. Uh, it's the start, <sighs> okay. the fall brings the new, like, right? We work in a higher education is like the new year for us right there's january 1st like it's new year for regular people but for us all the new things right it's fantasy football season if you're a football fan the premier league has just started back up um schools have started back up a new survivor season is coming out and this last time last week we we did our picks for our draft how are you feeling about your winner pick right now now that we've gotten a little uh more information on her
1: i feel phenomenal i'm doubling down liana's winning this whole thing
0: i don't think you told me that
1: when you texted me about that Ugh, I so i feel i feel great about all my picks uh i'm excited for them and uh i i'm excited and I'm that excited, my Caleb. friend <laughs>
0: that my friends is an example of a of someone who's dead inside because they're not happy with their picks in life but you know what you are putting a lot
1: of words in my mouth caleb
0: that is survivor for you you make decisions and sometimes they just
1: screw you over right and you got to stay positive and you got to make the make the best of it so you might you might say alex that you have to dig deep
0: you knew that was coming (laughs) oh jeff Probst, i can't wait to have you back on our screen just get rid of the mullet
1: i mean i know like i can't go back i'm excited to see it like, I'm, I'm excited to see it transform. Like, how does it look with a hat on? How does it look without a hat on? Um, did, has he changed his wardrobe at all? Uh, we know he will be wearing a blue button up and khakis.
0: Uh, if one thing is constant in our world, it, Jeff Pro has a blue button sometimes. up and khakis on. He wears black sometimes. Ah, sometimes. Uh, all right, Alex, we have uh, some questions that we were asked by our loyal following. And by lo- and I do mean loyal following because loyal. after like three months of no content, you're still like asking us questions online. So we appreciate you people. You know who you are. Uh, we are going to do a QA and uh, a as we get ready to start this new season of Survivor. Um, Alex, anything before we get started?
1: Uh, no, it's kind of like an ask me anything or an AMA on Reddit. However, it's an ask us anything uh, because we are a duo. Um, so and a ua and i believe one of the survivor tribes this year is uh ua ua so that's kind of cool
0: interesting
1: interesting the more you know the more you know
0: is that is that the tribe your winner picks on is that it is
1: oh no no, no it's not no oh. it's my other three picks are on that tribe oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll do uh maybe next week we'll do a, a breakdown of our thoughts on the tribe divisions and things like that and maybe some For sure. more predictions um but yeah, Alex, what's cool. what's our first question?
1: Yeah, all right. So first question, uh, we're, we're gonna start off general. All right, uh, Caleb, how did you first get interested in Survivor? Oh, how does anyone get interested in Survivor? But the wonderful Every, ac- everyone just fast forward the next seven minutes. No, no, no. the get the to my answer,
0: the wonderful, charming accent. And witty humor of Boston Rob, I mean that is no in all seriousness. I he was my first Survivor favorite. Watching Survivor All Stars as a little kid, uh, my older brother liked Lex, and I liked Boston Rob. And so when they feuded, right, we saw who won um, that battle, which would be indicative of the rest of our lives. Um, but if I also really think about it, though, my first memory of watching Survivor which I don't, I think I've said this before, I don't know how, how I, I went from season eight to this moment, like, like from this moment to season eight and what happened in between, but my first memory is watching Tina Wesson win, spoilers alert, their season, I'm not going to name the season, um, no, it's spoilers, whatever, winning Australian Outback uh, and Colby Donaldson jumping up and like screaming like, yeah, yeah, like all excited. And I just remember thinking, dad, what why is he cheering he just lost i could i couldn't fathom why you would ever (laughs) cheer for like for losing but then i also as i've grown older understand the uh treasure that tina weston is and like how can you not cheer for her to win
1: it's a great point yeah i think for me uh would watch it as a kid uh it was kind of our family bonding time watching survivor uh every single year uh at the final tribal council uh the person my mom wanted to win would always lose. And every year she'd go to bed mad and go, I'm never watching this show again. And then. Three months later, we all watch it as a family. So good memories uh, with my family doing that. Uh, in college, I would kind of watch um, off and on, not super hardcore. What made me a super fan of Survivor uh, was Blood versus Water, seeing the uh, final six Tribal Council. That really sparked a love of Survivor in me. Uh, the next season, I watched it live. It was On, which we all know is a top-tier season. Um, realizing Spencer was like the same age I was and kind of like bonding with Spencer through the TV that way uh, and then I went back and watched a bunch of old seasons and uh, here we are today you know I know how much you love that final six of Blood versus Water
0: but after rewatching that season I think it was a bad move yeah sure it was the wrong entertaining. move for that person it was entertaining for sure but the wrong move for that person to make oh great good uh, move, Caleb
1: all right caleb next question exactly
0: okay uh so which location alex would you love survivor to go to or return to where do you yeah. You know we're, we're, i'm tired of fiji where, where are we going next
1: i know right fiji's so ugly oh yeah terrible oh, just, just kidding i would gladly go to fiji right now um I was secretly really excited Caleb when, uh, during quarantine, when there was like thoughts being thrown out there that they were going to do like a wild West themed, uh, survivor, like in the desert in Texas or New Mexico or something like that. I think that'd be freaking sweet, uh, to do like an, uh, a, a wild West survivor, a Tina West Weston, Weston, Weston. That,
0: that was a nice try, but you know,
1: Hey, I, I try, uh, I think that'd be super fun. Um, What are some other ones? I think like maybe like Japan or something like that. I know China is a really cool location. Um, I would love to see like a Japan or Singapore or something like that. That'd be kind of nice. Neat, nice. (laughs) Nice. Pretty (laughs) nice. Oh, goodness. It's been a long week, people.
0: Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, my I would love to, I'd love to see them go back to Borneo just so that we could, I mean, everyone would just so that we could see what Borneo looks like in HD, um, uh, from being oh. honest. Yeah. Right. Like we've seen it before. It was like, that was <laughs> 2000. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I could just go look up pictures of Borneo, but, uh, I, but I think the other place, and I know that it was a, um. Oh, what's I, I, A very difficult terrain, especially based off of Koh Rong, But going back to Cambodia, I think would be really cool. Um, and, and also like, I mean, China. I China is was great. I mean, all of them are great. Africa could be really cool again. Um, yeah, n- not Gabon, but like Africa, Africa. Yeah.
1: Do you think they would ever do a cold weather season? Or no? I,
0: I, I think it would lose a little something in like. I think they'd have to prepare like provide enough of like sheltering for cold weather, even if it wasn't snow, even if it was just cooler, like, right. That it just, and then it creates more difficulty with like the types of challenges that you can or can't do. I mean, just look at the challenge, the all-stars, they did like a kind of a cold weather thing. And like, they tried to do something in the water and like literally everyone was like falling to pieces because the water was quote too cold. That's a good point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to strategize or anything. All right. Um, all right, let's keep moving on. Caleb, a few of these next questions are going to be, as you know, um, kind of if we were on Survivor, uh, which I think is realistic for me to be on Survivor, maybe a little less realistic for Caleb to be on Survivor. Um, sarcasm, people. Um, we should, at some point, we should tell our story of our casting call together, Caleb. That was we That should. was a fun day. Next time, next time. Next episode. All right, next episode. If you want to hear it, let us know. So Caleb, we're both on the same season of Survivor. Yep. Now let's hang on a second. I think this is an easy answer. Before I finish the question, it's a very easy answer. I think we both can agree on this answer. So I'm going to ask the question and yep. then say three, two, one. And I want to, I want you to say the answer. And I'm also going to say, the no,
0: answer. I'm, I will not do that. Cause I, you know what I'm going to say, but there's a lot of context around what I'm going to say. So
1: no. All right. Uh, on three, Caleb, we are both on the same season as Survivor. Who would win? Uh-huh. Three, two, one. Me. <laughs> you didn't play long, man.
0: Yeah, I, I don't we, play your
1: games. I, don't I thought we both say me. I thought it'd be like a funny games. moment. I was well, here, trying to craft the, a funny moment. Caleb. Here's the deer. The deer. Here's
0: the deer. <laughs> the deer. Uh, here's the deer, Alex. If we were both, if we were both on Survivor, it, this is an easy answer because we've seen it play out time and time and time again and it's honestly it's because i'm too dang good at being strategic that we would be on the same season and this is exactly what would happen is alex would be manipulative and conniving and always play the victim of it's not me it's not me it's not me and i would make one move where like that was out in the open and really it was like alex's move but then like everyone would blame me and then I'd, then I'd start telling the truth all the time and I'd be like hey like this is like this is what's going to happen and then people would be like no Caleb you're lying and I'm like no I'm not this is exactly what's happening and everyone's like nope let's listen to Alex he's he's a cool, he's a good guy because Alex you are the villain that everyone thinks is a hero and I'm the hero that everyone thinks is a villain and you would win only in as much as people would not understand how devious you are which like you really not lo- you would really only win if i let you get that far and if we were actually on a season together i think i'd have to cut you all
1: i have to say is to that is uh i agree and you would still vote for me to get a million dollars if you were on the jury and i was in the final three that's so not, thanks. That's, thanks for your jury vote caleb uh, no that true. is true um I actually think I would probably, I don't know if I would cut you uh, before you cut me, but what I do know is in Caleb's defense, when we play strategy board games together, like social strategy board games, social politics games, things like that. Think of like mafia, the resistance. um, Caleb has always pinned as like, he's lying. He's the bad guy, no matter what. Uh, and people always turn on Caleb. Caleb doesn't really turn on his friends. If he says he's with you, Caleb's not going to turn on you. Uh, I have turned on Caleb several times. Uh, I don't know if I'd do in a Survivor. I think my conscience well, would get to me. But here, I do think I would win. Like, this is the thing. The people that I'm working with, like, yeah, I never
0: cut you. But it's like, I, if I'm not actually working with you and then you get burned by me, it, it's like this feeling of like, oh, he's never telling the truth. Like, no, actually, if I'm working with you, I, I'm with you for a long time.
1: Yeah, I also have a theory that um, Caleb. I think if, if we both played two seasons, uh, you would win your first season and it'd be voted out very quickly. Your second yes, season, agreed. Um, I think I would win my second season um, and maybe be a sleeper my first season.
0: Yes, I, I do think that uh, I'm a I'm a one I'm a one hit wonder with Survivor in terms of like I, I can only play my way one way and then I'm not going to be able to play that way again.
1: Yeah. And I think I can uh, I can uh, manipulate a few people my second my second go around once I get if my feet on If under you me. get
0: over the snakes.
1: Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. That's <laughs> that's a few questions from now. But yeah, we will All right, I'm gonna
0: move on to our next question. Uh, and if we both went on survivor, Alex, what aspect of the game would be your
1: strength? Outwit, outplay, or outlast? I think I'm going to go out last. I think uh, people would, would honest, unass- I'd be very unassuming to people. And I think I can make it to the end pretty easily. I think outwit, um, I can strategize. I, I can be cunning and stuff like that, but, um, I'm sure there are people who are more, um, cunning and, and better strategists than I am when it comes to challenges. Uh, if it's a swimming challenge or something like that, I can do great, uh, puzzles I'm actually pretty good at. Um, but if it's like endurance or standing on little pigs, I'd be, I'd be out. And I would not look for idols uh, because I would not put my hand in random holes in the jungle. Uh, so I don't think I'd be great in outwit or outplay. I think I'd be mediocre in both. So I'm gonna say outlast.
0: Interesting. I I it's interesting that you say that because when we have their arguments about like the final tribal council, we go through outwit, outplay, outlast, we both kind of like agree that like outlast really isn't a category it's just kind of like whatever we want to say about it uh yeah. so what i heard you say there is that my strength would be nothing
1: no i i think my strength would my strength would be being mediocre interesting okay and i'd get so, to the end
0: so you're saying you're you'd be a goat uh
1: i i would be a sergeant in the goat army yes oh, okay okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. You know, I think we all, I all, we all like to think that would be great and outwit. Um, and I do think that'd probably be my area of strength. Um, Cause I am not a, in particularly like a super athletic guy. I am unassumingly athletic, unassumingly athletic. Uh, I often right? we like, I remember I played flag football coming into graduate school and like, I'm not like a super athletic guy or I'm a little chunky. And, but I, I went to go play like defensive line and like, the, the captain of the team like told me to go like, he's like, okay, like sure you can go play that. Uh, and I went and got like five sacks that game. And he comes up to me after the game. He goes, Caleb, I'm not going to lie. You surprised me. And I was like, yeah, I know what I'm, I know what I'm doing. Uh, but the, in reality, I think, right. That uh, strategy, that social play of outwit is where I would shine the most. Um, but, you know, I think I'd be a little bit more, and it, kind of like you know uh in some ways like rick devins so we've already i've always said that before like he kind of becomes like somewhat of a not a challenge beast but like he starts winning some of these challenges and it's like oh he he won how is he winning and that's that's kind of how it would be with me
1: i agree we we have often said uh you would play like devins and i would play like chris underwood uh that season and i think their dynamic together agree. would you'd get voted uh, out before me mm-hmm. right and i'd win the game Um, All right, Caleb, what element of Survivor, so things like specific challenges, swimming, something like that, are you most intimidated by? Absolutely nothing. Give me on Survivor.
0: Uh, No, actually, uh, (laughs) I think I'm going to go with, uh, honestly, probably just the food, like just the not having enough Food. i get i get pretty hangry um and i think the hardest thing would be getting over the hunger pains of having to eat so little
1: um yeah for sure uh for me wh- how long of, of a list do you want me to provide you caleb i think that's that's the question top I would... three top three top three i'm just gonna i'll just do one nature <laughs> <laughs> uh snakes would be horrible for me i i I never watching forty seasons. There is only one scene that I know. If I was in that situation, I would quit the game. That there is one scenario, and that is Exile Island in Survivor Fiji, when it's covered in sea snakes. I would if they put me on Exile Island, I would quit that second and and not even care. All
0: right, but what if it wasn't called Exile Island? It was full of snakes still, but it was what it's it's real name is in Earl's Island.
1: Mm, If Earl Cole was there, I would (laughs) consider saying um, just for you, Earl. Uh, But also it's like Sari in her first season, she's like scared of leaves and everyone makes a joke about it. I get that Suri. You don't know what's under there. You don't know where those leaves have been. I'm with you. Uh, I think I would be so uncomfortable with like rats crawling on me and snakes everywhere and tarantulas and spiders that I would not be able to play my best game. So I'd be intimidated by the nature. That's
0: cool. It's called, or you might say the nature, the nature, the nature. Okay. Uh, Alex, what last, I last little, like if we were on the show question. Yeah. It's final four tribal final, final four tribal council. And we unfortunately did not win the, oh. uh, immunity challenge but and we're the top two threats on this season that we've been playing on together. Yes. Uh and we both get picked to go into the fire making challenge. If that were happened right now, yeah. Who would who would start their fire first? I would because your ass would be sitting in the jury. No, that's not the scenario that I just painted <laughs> for you. Uh but that is you know,
1: the realistic scenario I would not let you get to final for.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh here's the deal.
0: Uh I could <laughs> I ha- have, A, made fire with Flint before. With dryer uh, lint. With Flint before with uh, in, dryer like, lint. in like two seconds, literally two seconds. Right. Um, but here's the, you know, I know that you're going to bring that up, that I was using dryer lint because I, I, I was filming my audition video and we needed to light really quickly. But here's the deal. I once started a bonfire with wet wood because I once watched an eagle scout start fire in rain and i all it is i copied him what he did but eagle scout wasn't with me we tried to like light the bonfire and like the straw that was covering it like lit real fast and we were just out of luck because and we had all these people trying to come to this bonfire i got on my hands and knees and i stoked that fire into existence and we all ate delicious s'mores that night s'mores? Alex, have
1: have you done that i've never had s'mores I, before i didn't think so <laughs> i would not put myself in a position where i have to make fire uh, i if it's you and I going up against fire together, uh, I think you probably win.
0: Uh, let's, let's be honest. Also too, we'd be like cracking jokes at one another while we were doing right. it. We'd like smack each other,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like hot. blow each other's fire out.
0: <laughs> right. That's exactly what happened. Or, or it's like you would drop your flint and I'd be like, Oh, nice one, dude. Whatever. What you doing
1: over there? I'd like hit you. It'd be great. <laughs> All right, Caleb, next question uh, from our followers. This is actually a non survivor related question. Uh, so hold the phone. Uh, I really like this question a lot. Uh, so, what is your most captivating or maybe most interesting pastime? My most interesting pastime. Interesting. Yes. Most captivating pastime. I
0: mean, I love playing. You know that I love playing board games. I don't know that a lot of people find that captivating. Uh, I find it plenty captivating, but not many other people's. I, you know, I don't know if this is considered a pastime, but something I'm especially proud of. Uh, Alex, is that in college uh, I won a freshman talent show by ribbon dancing with four other guys. We were known as the front street fellas. Yes. That is the inverse of the backstreet boys. Um, and we gave, we performed an Epic routine uh, to um, the song all the above. And uh, we got an encore that night as well. And then we came back the following year and we were like the guest performance while the judges deliberated. And we stole the show then
1: as well. It was a very impressive pastime, Caleb. Thank very you. Very impressive. Thank you. Um, I believe I have that video saved somewhere.
0: Oh, know. they're on YouTube. Go look at, or, or at least on Facebook. Front Street Fellas. Listen, I'm proud of it.
1: Great. All right. Um, for me, typically when people ask me like, you know, what's a fun fact about yourself or what's a hobby or something like that, typically I say I'm a big survivor fan because it's like interesting enough to people and not enough people do it, but some people can connect to it and it kind of, it's like fake vulnerability, you know, I'm all about that. And it's also like that they go, survivor's still on and you're like, yeah, it's still on, but there's always one person that goes, Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, who's your favorite (laughs) player? You're like Boston Robin, like nah, nah, never mind. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <sighs> kind of. Uh, but I think uh, one thing people may not know about me or something like, I really enjoy music, like music trivia. I have a secret dream to be like a DJ. I think I'd be really good at it. Uh, I follow a lot of DJs on like Instagram and stuff like that because I'm fascinated with them. Uh, and I collect vinyl records of my favorite artists and albums. So uh, that's kind of a fun pastime. It, it connects me. I feel like collecting vinyl despite having a Spotify premium account that I can listen to any song at any point. It's kind of like a cool piece of music history, you know, so I'm all about that. Also, fun fact: the first jazz record was recorded in my hometown. Back in the day,
0: what a nerd!
1: Hey, uh, I will go toe to toe in like 2004 to 2017, 18 music trivia. Um, I will, I will kick all your asses. So yeah, like, that's a, that's a threat.
0: I said, "What a nerd!" coming from the guy with the like 30 board game collection behind me. <laughs> right. um, yeah anyway speaking of hobbies okay okay what hobbies do you feel like have helped you prepare to be a better survivor contestant
1: yeah Caleb um you know I think this is a great time to break it to you man I've been lying to you for years you know I've been faking our friendship for years so that's that's a great surprise I
0: saw I saw right through it so sure sure
1: um no i mean you mentioned board games i think that's something uh that both of us really enjoyed doing together um i i think i maybe tire out a little bit quicker than you do on board games Uh, but we did see each other in person uh now that we lived in separate cities last weekend which was great uh and i beat you pretty bad in a board game twice so uh that was super fun but i'll say board games um and our friend jesse actually asked this question uh shout out to new board game design on youtube he talks about how to design board games he's great Not a sponsor.
0: Not a sponsor yet. Yet. Yet, Jesse. Um, Alex, you did beat me in that game, but can we also talk about how I haven't lost a certain board game in literally like 18 months? Um, And that is my favorite game of all time. Scythe, uh, I also beat you in that game uh, this weekend. And as you've asked me before, when I am destroying people, is this fun? And I say, yes, it's a lot of fun
1: destroying people. (laughs) Um, so if you're listening to this and you're like, do they actually just fight like that all the time? Yes, yes, we do, it's true. With um microphones or not?
0: Yes, the uh, what, what is my hobby that has helped me? I mean, I mean, board games obviously, like, but I, I also think in some ways, like, board games are a detriment to my uh, ability to be a survivor player because it's like kind of makes me a little too overconfident um i am honestly like if i'm if i'm being serious uh i i my love of sports and like playing sports i think in if you play sports in like high school um you can typically tell the people who played a contact sport versus not a contact sport like when you're playing random other pickup games of things because like i'm diving on the ground all the time because i played football and like uh, I, even like in basketball, there was a kid who didn't play football and like every, anytime he like kind of got hit, he like folded and crumpled in on one another. And meanwhile, I'm like throwing myself on the ground because I'm not super athletic. So I got to try a little bit harder. Um, and so I think like, right, that willingness to kind of like get hit a little bit to <laughs> bruise yourself up, to lay out uh, for the team. I, I, I think that actually would really help me in Survivor in terms of just the talent, like some of those team challenges and being willing to kind of do what's necessary uh, I imagine myself I'd like to imagine myself as Boston and winners at war uh, throwing those people over the log <laughs> hopefully I'm not like 50 years old with a, a gut uh, like he was in that moment but you know that's what we like to pitch for
1: that's incredible I see it I see it in my mind Caleb all right uh, next question I, I love this question this is I perhaps my favorite question that we got Uh, and this is coming from my man Aaron uh, said, why does Alex like Malcolm so much? Do you you want to take a shot at this or do you want me to just answer it? I
0: mean, I think you could probably ask the question. Why does he like Malcolm so much? Why does he like Dean so much? Why does he like Chris so much? Why does he like Cole Meadors so much? Why does he like really any pretty boy that has played in the last 15 years or not, not not even 15 years 10 years um and because alice i i think that you want to be you want you want to be their friends uh and you're just so disappointed by my friendship that you have to grasp on to <laughs> other people That that would be my
1: answer that that is uh not wrong (laughs) that would be how i would describe that you you weren't Uh, expecting me to say that i was not (laughs) i was curious where you're going with that uh no i think malcolm's great uh you know every night uh he cuddles with me you know we go on walks together uh i feed him um he's asleep on my couch right now we are we talking about survivor player my dog yeah, you. Uh, not, yeah, that's
0: yeah. a that's a good try. That's a good hey, try. Thanks, You're talking about thanks. your dog, yeah. Yeah.
1: So my dog's name Malcolm after Malcolm from Survivor. Uh, those were qualities about my dog. Uh, I really like Malcolm. I think he's a great player. I think he is a fun player to watch. Uh, he's always excited to be out there, which makes me excited to watch the season. Uh, seasons where everyone's mad and bitter and um, just pessimistic is not a fun experience. Someone who's excited and cracking jokes even when they're totally deprived of sleep and food. That's one I want to watch. Uh, also I love a good underdog, right? I, I it's the Kelly Wentworths. It's the series. It is the Malcolm's, uh, his first season. Uh, he kind of has that, that story, the underdog story all the way through. Uh, you then have his second season. Uh, he is in the minority with the uh, three amigos love that Alliance. And then his last season, uh, kind of gets, uh, sniped early on. So, i love a good underdog in what way is he ever an underdog
0: he is literally the golden child with the flowing locks of hair that he's everybody on loves he's but on Matt's it, it doesn't matter your he lost the first four your circumstance in man. the game does not necessarily make you an no. underdog
1: he had an underdog edit yes he did
0: no he did not Yes, he did he had the fallen hero edit in in philippines because we know how all if you've seen it you know how it ends but he does not have the under he's he's literally voted out when he gets voted out because and i quote he's the biggest threat in the game i I said what i said oh you are so infuriating
1: (laughs) something alex loves crappy narratives that aren't even true Caleb likes to yell and get mad when he knows I'm right. That's uh, I to yell when I'm yelling, yelling, get mad when you're stupid. See, now he's going to name calling. That's when you really know he got it. <laughs> All right, Caleb, uh, this is a special uh, from that beautiful transition uh, out of that moment. Uh, this is a special Caleb only question, questions,
0: questions.
1: Okay, and this is a rapid fire. Are are these from my section. wife? They are, are from your wife. Oh, uh, shout out to mind. Allie. We appreciate you. Uh, Cale, your wife asked us, but I'm going to make you answer them all, seven questions. All right. And it's rapid fire. All right. Are you ready? Uh, Maybe. Okay. I'm nervous. It's never mind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Question one. What do I do if I think my llama is sad? I'm, I'm
0: assuming this is because our name is speaking llama. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, give Caleb food. That's what you should do. Okay, great. Uh, how do I know if my llama likes me? Uh, if it has spat at you. Great. Uh, do you have any tips for making friends with llamas?
0: Um, yes, yes, I do. Uh, kick Perfect. them as hard as you can. Okay. Okay great that that
1: will endear you real fast caleb chooses violence all right how did you first get interested in llamas (laughs) these all llama
0: questions
1: (laughs) maybe oh um tony blockchase that that that's 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 the answer all right uh my llama seems to lost to have lost his appetite what (laughs) should i do watch survivor i don't know great the hilarious thing is you didn't know these questions were coming that's that's my favorite part about this uh two more questions gail did you know that all the llamas are basically diabetic i did not know that can we have perfect fact check that that doesn't seem real She did. But... um and last question did you know llama's eyes each move independently so they can look in two different directions okay those are chameleons and i don't believe that for a second. <laughs> all right caleb that that is the end of the llama uh question rapid fire round uh shout out to your wife ali for asking questions we are called speaking llama and so those those are some llama questions just for you
0: great um, amazing <laughs> well i'm going to move on to our last actual questions um so some final questions for us alex are uh what specific episode of survivor is your favorite and why
1: gosh this is this is such a good question and this is such a hard question um i i feel like a loser for saying this because i feel like it's the only right answer so i have to say it I, and i tried so hard to think of a way to rationalize another answer but i just can't and it is the heroes versus villains uh, merge episode And it is Villains 5, Heroes 5. The best season, in my opinion. It was such an iconic cast. Here we are at the merge. Uh, We have Parvati and Amanda reconnected from Micronesia. Last time they were on the island together on the same tribe, they dominated. Now they are on two opposing alliances. Are they going to work together? Are they not? Um, Parvati plays two idols not for herself, uh, exposes herself to be... uh, Voted out, and then takes out JT with the idol he gave uh, Russell. I almost said Rupert Russell to take out Poverty. Russell gave to Poverty. She then blindsides him. Uh, front to end or front to back, start to end, best episode in the series.
0: Yeah, that's a great moment. Uh, and, and, and whatever
1: you say, if you don't say that, it's wrong.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we all know that you already have wrong opinions on things, so obviously that's a wrong opinion. Um, regardless of what it is. But the, uh, I, I, you know, Alice, I don't know that I have a specific episode, like a full length episode of mine. I will say, well, the finale of the first season of Australian Survivor.
1: Oh, might, that's the answer. Might just be like the one <laughs> of the most. That's the answer.
0: In terms of like cinematic, like feel. Oh, man, that's like, the, that's, that's amazing. If right? you know, you know. Right, right. Maybe I'll win. Everyone laughs. Walks in. Ah, what a bat! What a boss! Ah, Christy, you go, girl. Um, the uh, okay, my favorite moment though on Survivor is uh, probably from Survivor Philippines. What a good season! Is uh, when my one of my favorite players of all time, Jonathan Penner, sits down with Lisa. And Jonathan's on the bottom, and he's trying to sway, like, get out from under the bottom. And he identifies Lisa as, who's going through her own personal experience on the show, Um, because she, like, grew up as a child actress, and, like, is trying to understand who she is. And a very great story, and um, ask her, so there's always, in all these seasons, there's always heroes and villains, and what's the story of this season going to be? Where are you going to land a hero or a villain and convinces her to flip on her original plan to save him. Now he, he makes some mistakes along the way after that point, but just in terms of like one of the best, like social plays uh, and swing and, and swaying of somebody is like, that's just like, mm, so good. So
1: good. It really isn't killed. I think if, if, slash when you were on the island on survivor i think my hope is that you would hit that point i think playing your best you could do that you can oh. sit down with someone and manipulate them by going hey what's what's going on here what's what's the story what do you think listen and just and just weave your your slimy little ass all the way to the end <laughs> here, here's the deal i would have that conversation
0: i would That would be the one point I would actually kind of play up my Survivor fandom, like not like as like a super fan, but like I have really, really interested in the show. But then like I'd say that argument line by line, and that would be the like point if someone like recognized it, they'd be like, "Oh, he's a super fan." I'm like, "Oh,
1: dang it, (laughs) it'd be great though. It'd be great." All right, Caleb. uh, Next question: If you could change anything about Survivor as a show, what would you choose? Yes, bring back the
0: combined super idol. Uh, I and but I mean, what I mean by that, and the super idol is very controversial. But regular immunity idol, regular immunity idol, can be played together as a super idol. Uh, I think that is one of the most unique and best way, like additions in terms of advantages. That I I just am flabbergasted as to why it has not been brought back because I think it it. it when we look at survivor, right. Telling immunity, idol, like telling someone else, you have an immunity idol is usually the wrong thing to do unless you're going to play it that night. Um, but that advantage of being able to combine them encourages you to play an immunity idol and fosters like new relationships, which is like anything that like anything that adds layers is always a good advantage. And I just don't understand why they haven't done that.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. To, like, that like that—that's just a standing thing. That you know, if you have two idols, great. They can be a super idol whether you combine it with another person. If you are holding two idols, whatever it is, I love that. Um, for me, I'm actually going to take a page out of Australian Survivor's book, um, and they one thing that that show does really well is it gives a lot of backstory um, and character development to the players. And so almost every character, unless they're a first or second boot, they have like a 3 to 4 minute like cinematic intro so at some point in the first few episodes where it's it's their uh family life, it's their work life and it's like it, they are talking to the camera and they are like giving an in-depth reason why they're out there, what motivates them and how they are going to use their, you know, career or family situation or life situation out on survivor and it's like cinematic and it's dramatic and you feel like you get to know the characters really well now this current season there's been a few characters that's like they haven't done that for or they've done it like episode eight
0: right that that was like... the thing it's like i'm, I'm <laughs> 10 episodes in just watching it and randomly alex gets thrown up on the screen it's like oh we're doing an intro for alex what
1: where's he did we, not, did we not do that already oh i guess we didn't okay yeah but i would love to see that in u.s survivor i think um there's just in the last five years there's been way too many purple edits uh, players who work hard and want to be on the show and go through the entire casting process go out there go through all the hardships just to get you know one to three confessionals their entire uh, time out there and so i would love um to just know the backstory a little bit more of every single character and everyone get a spotlight uh my hope is with a shorter. Uh, like a shorter play time uh, but hopefully the same amount of episodes uh, I'm not sure and only 18 people for Survivor 41 all those factors combined can give us a little bit more backstory into the characters that we will see this season
0: yeah I, I think it's a fair thing I, I what I also want people to recognize like in terms of that they're trying to slam 42 minutes in um, and of an episode into like that's all they have and you can do that on Australian Survivor when you're showing it three nights a week, and two For of the like episodes <laughs> are an hour and a half long at like minimum. Um, and like, jet, like, when I say an hour and a half, like that's the content, not no commercials, and that, it's an hour and a half of content. Um, yeah, I mean that would be great. Uh, but ultimately, I don't think that CBS, the big network, is going to give them that airtime. Uh, but you know, that's. We should. i wish they would give out more bonus content on
1: um paramount, at least plus. Like
0: paramount plus come on guys uh um, there
1: should have been like life on the edge a 15 to 20 minute mini episode every week for heck, seasons even, 38 even a, and five, minute like, I, I a yeah, five
0: minute episode like how would i think yeah give us
1: an update like that's part of it you, you got to be on paramount plus to see what's happening on the edge and then you're just like everyone else you don't get to see what's over there if you don't have that so it's true Okay,
0: Alex. We have uh, I have one more question, uh, okay. and then uh, I don't know if you have any more. But here's yeah. the here's my last question, and it's a big one. If Jeff Probst ever stepped down as the host of Survivor, who should his replacement be?
1: Okay, I've thought about this in the past. I think CBS would try to push for Boston Rob to be the host, and I think that would be a horrible decision um i don't think it'd be a horrible decision i do i do
0: think it wouldn't be a great decision
1: yes i i think he's the face of survivor um mm-hmm. most casual fans know him uh, but i don't think he'd be a great host now who would be a good host i think parvati could be a really good host she's oh, done yeah. a few like of course. interviews or like um pre interviews in the past i think she'd be really fun andrea belke like yes. literally that's her job is like She works in broadcast journalism. So I think she'd be phenomenal out there. I also think even someone like Sari, um, of just like a beloved player. And I think she'd have a great time out there. Now, uh, I also came up with one name that, uh, a non-survivor player. If they, if they went with someone who was not a former player, which I think they should, uh, go with someone who is a former player, but, um, This is a bit of a, 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 you got to follow me for a minute. Uh, The show Endurance, back in the early 2000s, Kids, Puzzle Pieces, Rock, Paper, Scissors. They had a remake of that last year called Karma on HBO Max. That host uh, was named Michelle, Michelle Michelle, uh, Care, I believe it's K-H-A-R-E. I think she was phenomenal as a host of Karma, and I think she could be a great host of Survivor if they went with a non-former player.
0: Great. I haven't seen Karma, but I'll just, I won't take your word for it because I, that's just- You didn't see it? I'm just out of habit of not doing that, but sure. Uh, Parvati is a great choice. I I think that's one, the name I hear most often uh, in terms of like who should be it. I'll give you one. I don't know that this person would be interested, but- i know that some people feel a certain way about him uh but i think cochran would be a lot of fun I, and
1: he could I guess be a good in, terms of, um, in
0: terms of in terms of i thinking so someone that could bring like some wit and humor and sarcasm uh to mm-hmm. the season and I, I think he could he could bring a lot like some like i'm just thinking of like cochran narrating a challenge right he
1: or the entire season of
0: right. Um, and right, exactly. And, uh it, and it wouldn't be like, you know, that dig deep that Jeff does, but it'd be like, hope calling out somebody like, what are you doing <laughs> back there? And there's Alex last on the puzzle yet again.
1: Right. Well, I think Parvati could do that too. I mean, we've gotten a, uh, our friend, uh, a cameo from Parvati about a year ago and she, she kind of gave him a bit of a hard time and that was fun to, fun to watch.
0: Yes. No, I definitely, but if we're also being honest too what I, what I would actually kind of love to have happen it would be bad for other people, but great for me because I get to see him more often. But Buff Jonathan from Survivor Australia, <laughs> I want to steal him and bring him onto my screen and let his he is good sultry accent just charm me and make me I, I, lost in my Survivor dreams.
1: I think he lives in the states. I'm pretty sure. Does he, does. he really? I think oh. he lives in L.A. Yeah, oh, uh, because cool. uh, for Australian Survivor All Stars, which the finale was right it was like march or april 2020 um he could not be there because he couldn't fly into the country
0: okay okay
1: the more you know uh all right caleb this is uh the last question from our ask us anything episode again thank you so much to everyone who asked questions we really appreciate you uh this is by far the hardest question in my opinion and i don't have an answer yet uh, so i'm gonna have to come up with one on the spot (sighs) the ultimate survivor player Parvati, Tony, Sandra, or Boston Rob? Who do you have?
0: I, you know, I have to think... Uh, that's 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 so hard. Uh, I'm going to say Parvati. Um, and, I, and I know that might be, like, statistically, may not be the best, but just in terms of... Um, if I think about how she does each and every season uh, feel like she plays ever like in terms of like outwit outplay she is the whole package right she is actually very good at challenges as seen uh, in Micronesia and other things Uh, but also like socially and strategically one of the best to ever like navigate that I mean that doesn't take away from anything that Tony or, or Sandra has done, but yeah, I just think that we all talk about how like it's it's tough to win Survivor, but I think that she consistently plays the best and embodies outplay out, outlast better than any of them on each of her seasons.
1: Yeah, that's that's a. Uh... I agree with you, man. I, I think if I had to pick right now, it'd be poverty. Um, I, I think it's controversial. I think a lot, all of them have different strengths and weaknesses, you know, Boston, Rob, I think he is the original kind of Godfather character. And that, that, that type of character typically does pretty well. I mean, that opened the door for a character like Tony, uh, to come in and win, and and he's a staple again, in, in the, the history of survivor, right. You know, that idea of Robin Amber, um, in All Stars is crazy. I, I've been watching uh, the Amazing Race recently, like old seasons, and I just started their first season of the Amazing Race. And like to remember, their wedding was broadcast on CBS and everything. Like, he's a massive character. Uh, Sandra, obviously, first two-time winner. Um, I, I think her win, uh, her two-time win, is important because it's a, it's her first two times she played. Also, it wasn't against all winners. Um, and I I was really impressed in Game Changers with how strategic she was now she didn't last very long but she was she really showed some new chops uh and game changers was less than impressed in winners at war uh with her appearance in that i think tony would probably be second in my opinion uh just because he dominated winners at war and those that cast say what you want like those are some of the best players of all time probably the most difficult cast um of players across the board uh all the way, you know, first out to, um, you know, the, the final tribal council. Incredible players. And for him to just dominate that season the way he did, kind of under the radar, too, which, like, I, I yeah. still don't understand how that happened, but uh, well, really cool to watch. Game changers. Like, that's that's how that right. happened. <laughs> right. And so, like, if that was strategic and he learned from game changers, then I, I don't think that's a huge negative for him. Uh, but then, Parvy, I think she just, uh, she's overall package. I think she, um, has a lock on the game that's almost a little bit next level uh, compared to the other three. It's super close, but I've, yeah. I've and, no I, and for those
0: people that are questioning us right now, I will ask you: We don't one, care. Well, no, I care. I care. Um, yeah. I don't care what you think, but I care what they think. Uh, I have one like: What player to almost ten years, more than ten years after they s- hadn't played the game. Are people saying of other players, oh, watch out, she's the next parvity. Totally. Right. Like she is. Every season. Every season, there's a the next parvity, the next, and there's been like 20 next parvities. And like, we don't talk about that with any other player in terms of.
1: Great point.
0: Which, like, and then like when you look at new like cast uh, bios and like, Uh, interviews they're like oh I'm gonna play like Parvati I keep like thinking why are you saying that that's a death sentence to everyone else who is even somewhat remotely close to playing or looking like Parvati
1: totally and even after our um, cast draft and assessment I've, I've listened to a few other podcasts about it and multiple people you know comment like oh this person she's definitely the next Parvati but right. you never hear a, a next Tony. Uh, you never hear a next Sandra. You never hear a next Boston Rob. So that's and, and let's be clear,
0: there is only one Parvati and there will only ever Parvati be Sella.
1: one Parvati.
0: So, well, Alex, this was fun. Uh, I mean, yes, it was fun for me to answer questions. It was not fun to have to wait and let you answer questions, but... Uh... <laughs> Sorry to take up your time tonight, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. This could have been much easier if you were just interviewing me, but I guess we don't have to do, like we can't do things that way. But yeah, we are just a few weeks away.
1: We are. Yeah. Thanks again for everyone who submitted questions. We really appreciate it. Um, and follow us on Instagram at speaking llama. Uh, we'd appreciate that. We are so excited to watch season 41 and do some recap episodes once it starts. So, uh, on behalf of Caleb, Caleb and I uh, we will speak llama to you later.